Hello and welcome to the weekly sermon podcast for Spirit of Joy Lutheran Church. My name is Pastor David Hansen. We are continuing to walk through uh, reading the entire Bible this summer. This week's sermon, Stronger Together, talked about the story of Ruth. We read Ruth 1, 6-9 and 14-18. through 18. Uh, and also the story of Rahab found in the book of Joshua, uh, chapter 2, verses 1 through 7, 14 to 16, and 21. Um, I hope you're reading the Bible along with us this summer. If not, I would invite you to go to sojoy.org slash v90, and there you can find all sorts of resources for reading the Bible together uh, and, and, and as a community. Uh, it's a wonderful challenge, a life-changing, faith-changing challenge. And I'd invite you to be a part of it with us and to join us Sundays in worship at Spirit of Joy Lutheran Church in the Woodlands, Texas. Thank you, and may this word spoken at our congregation on June 17th speak to you wherever it finds you this day. Joshua, Judges, and Ruth. Uh, We finally got out of the lists of laws and laws and laws and back into some narrative as we are reading the whole Bible this summer. Uh, Anybody ahead on your reading? A couple people. All right. A couple people are ahead. Uh, I hope that you are keeping up. If you are not, I would invite you to go to our website. You'll find all sorts of resources there to help you as you're reading uh, at at sojoy.org slash b90. Um, as we're reading this whole Bible, um, you have finished now the Pentateuch, the Torah, the beginning of the Bible, the first five books. Uh, we are moving into what the, the Hebrew Bible calls the books of the prophets. Uh, and, and first and second Kings and first and second Samuel and Ruth are all considered prophetic books by the Hebrews. Not history, but prophecy. Because they talk about what God is doing in the world. And what God is doing in relationship to the people of Israel. And I love that we get this little story. It doesn't even show up on our reading list because it's so small. This book of Ruth that we get in the middle of a couple of other days. Uh, Ruth and then, then, then Judges. Uh, and these stories are kind of hard to read. right? They are not G-rated stories across the board. Uh, right? They get at least a PG-13 for violence, if not a little bit more, uh, as you're reading through. Uh, and that can be hard for us to read. And one of the things that makes it hard is uh, we think of the Bible as this place where we hear about God's people and it is good with God's people and God takes care of them. But in the midst of that, we have all of this destruction and trouble and chaos. All right, take out your, your, your little digital devices. I bet you have one, right? And open up a news source. You know, whether it's CNN or Fox or MSNBC or wherever you get your news, open up one and tell me what the top story you see is today. What do you got? Missouri man shoots girlfriend after $36 dispute. Who else? What do you got? Right up top. 
Ah, all right, so the, so the, the GOP getting hit with constitutional weapons. Even, like, political fights are weaponized. Their, their deaths were labeled victim of cas- catalysmic storms, so why aren't their names on Puerto Rico's list? Ah, right, so the deaths from the storm, and why aren't they on the list, right? <laughs> no, he does not. All right. So again and again, uh, thank you. I just wanted to illustrate. Like the news that we see, it ain't good, is it? We do not live in a world where things just kind of go easy. And especially when you look at what we pay attention to, what the top headlines are, our world is racked with violence. Our world was racked with heartbreak and trial and struggles. The world that we see in the Bible that is so hard for us to read looks an awful lot like ours. And I think that it's easy to think that God has somehow come to save and care for people who have an easy life. That if you just have enough faith, it'll all be better. But how long has violence and heartbreak and, and, and struggles been at the top of the news? no matter how much faith we have. That's the world that we live in. Whether it's 3,000 years ago in the time of the judges and Joshua, or today. Having faith is not about somehow escaping from all that. Having faith is about learning how to live with love in the midst of all of the bad news of the world. And God gives us a scripture that doesn't just talk about the good times, but says that even in the hard times, we have things to have faith in. Even in the hard times, God comes to us and cares for us. Even in the hard times, God is right there walking alongside us. And I think it gets hard because we have this myth that somehow we have to do it by ourselves. That if we would just buck up, if we would just suck it up, if we would just be a little stronger, if we would just have a little more faith, that somehow we could do it all on our own. And Scripture again and again and again says, not only are you not on your own, if you will open your eyes, help comes from some of the strangest and most unexpected of places. So we'll back up to the story from Joshua today. The story from Joshua starts with this secret mission where the spies wind up at a house of ill repute. They're out on their own, and they find that sort of place. And and Rahab says, well, of course they came here. Does anybody remember in Deuteronomy what you're supposed to do to a prostitute? Stone them! And Rahab is the one who saves the people as they come in the land. And she is spared by them. And then Naomi goes off and her sons marry a Moabite, not an Israelite. And are you supposed to marry someone from outside of Israel? No, absolutely not. Don't trust the Moabites. 
Why would you trust the Moabites? They're the worst, says Deuteronomy. And yet Ruth walks alongside her mother-in-law. Says, where you go, I will go. Your God will be my God and your people will be my people. This prostitute and this Moabite save the people of Israel again and again and again. They save the people of Israel. Now, some of you probably have your Bibles with you because, because we're doing the Bible in 90-day program. If you've got one, I'd like you to open up to Matthew chapter 1. Or if you've got an app on your phone with the Bible on it, Matthew chapter 1. Most exciting stuff in all of Matthew. Uh, I've got a Bible back there, don't I? First of all, notice how far back Matthew is. It's going to be a while until we get to the New Testament. All right, let's, let, let's jump ahead to, to, to 5. Perfect. All right. So here, here's, here's, here's the part that matters. One five. Uh, Salmon was the father of Boaz, and Boaz's mother was who? Oh, yeah, Rahab. Right, Rahab. Right? And Boaz then was the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. You can't tell the Jesus story without a Rahab and a Ruth. Hello. This is not where we thought help would come from. We have again and again and again written people off because we don't think that they can help us because we don't think that they are like us. Because we don't think they're the right sort of person. Because maybe they engage in activities that we might not approve of, Rahab. Because maybe they're an immigrant from those sort of people that we don't like. Ruth. And yet, that is how God redeems Israel. Ruth and Rahab. There is no King David without Ruth and Rahab. There is no Jesus Christ without Ruth and Rahab. There is no people entering into the land that God has promised them without Ruth and Rahab. So the question is, where are we going to find our help? When are we going to learn to rely on one another? To hold one another up. To care for one another. Because the world, as we've noted, the world, the world is not a sunshine place. The world is not an easy place. The world is hard and, and struggling. And you, you ever feel like in your life, like you're running at full speed and you keep saying, well, next week will be better? But you've been saying next week will be better for the last four years? Yeah. It's that world. That world into which God has given us one another so that we are not doing it on our own. It's into that world that God has placed people into our lives if we can open our eyes and see them and care for them and accept help from them. It is into that world that God has made us people who rely on one another. We are not made to do this alone. And you can't. We are made to do this in community. We are made to do this by opening our eyes and looking for the roots and the Rahabs among us. We are stronger, we are better 
together. And the extent to which we forget that is the extent to which our struggles become harder, and the extent to which we look for that help in our lives is the extent to which God will help us. God has placed these people in our lives, whomever they may be. The people gathered around us here, the people that we run into every week, the people that we don't expect, the Ruths and the Rahabs of this world. God has placed them into our lives to help us through these struggles, to remind us that we are not alone, to give us the strength together to do what we cannot do alone, to give us people that will follow us anywhere and whom we will follow anywhere people that we will make them ours and us theirs. Again, the words from Ruth to her mother-in-law, Naomi, where you go, I go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. Those people are out there. They're here in this space around you right now. And they're out in the world waiting to be seen, loved, and trusted by you.